0: Hey there, if you are currently living paycheck to paycheck in your travel business, because you don't know where your next client is going to come from, you likely have one of two problems, maybe even both, a traffic problem and a conversion problem. You see, a traffic problem refers to the amount of people coming to your website to learn more about working with you which means that the conversion problem is when your website isn't turning your website visitors into email subscribers, appointments, or paying clients. If you have a traffic and or conversion problem, your travel business is not going to survive, and that's not okay. And guess who is very much to blame? Your website. You see, a high converting website in the travel industry should be turning website visitors into paying clients with ease. If your website is not doing that, it is failing you. But there is a solution. Introducing Website in a Weekend, a transformative two day virtual workshop tailor made for travel professionals just like you. Arrive with nothing, leave with a breathtaking, high converting website. Yep, just in a weekend. You'll equip yourself with a crystal clear core message, a stunning visual brand, content crafted with high converting frameworks and so much more. Early bird alert, sign up by September 20th and get your website copy written for you by my team. Plus, I will personally pick, pay for and place premium images on your website. Dates, mark your calendar, October 27th and 28th. Y'all, October 28th is my wedding anniversary. Show up. I'll be there for you. It'll literally change your business. Still unsure? Just ask Lisa. She transformed her website from meh into magnificent. And she says, it was worth every penny. My site now speaks to those that I want to work with. I highly recommend it. Or ask Patty, who says, all thanks to you and your team, Sandra, I get so many compliments and new clients. I'm actually having a hard time keeping up with all the new bookings. So why wait? Elevate your online presence, attract ideal clients, and say goodbye to your website woes. Ready to soar? Join website in a weekend and let's make magic together. Head over to travelmarketingandmedia.com slash website to learn more and book your spot. That's travelmarketingandmedia.com slash website. I'll see you there. Do you ever open your inbox and feel like you have just been punched in the face with every masterclass, membership, course, training, webinar, fam trip or event, and everybody is saying, this is a must attend, this is a must have, and this is a must do. But here you are thinking to yourself, A, I don't have all the money to do all of these things, and B, even if I did, I don't have the time. My friend, this podcast episode is for you by the end of this episode, you will have total clarity on how to choose what you need and when you need it in order to scale that travel business. So recently I was invited to a Facebook group started by two women in my community. Now, these two women, actually, I wasn't going to say who they are, but I will. Amy and Meredith these two women have been in my community now for a little while. They had done a bunch of courses elsewhere to grow their travel business. They'd taken master classes and workshops, and they came into my community into the Travel Marketing Revolution course, our signature online course, and have since become very active members in our community. You know, they're in the Facebook group, they're on the page, they're on Instagram, they show up to trainings, they've made friends. In fact, they actually met each other in my community. So, like I said, I was recently invited to a Facebook group that they started. They've been travel advisors for a few years now, and in the beginning, they really struggled. Like I said, they took all the courses, joined all the groups, and always left everything, feeling slightly more confused and with even more questions than when they went in. Eventually, they landed in our community and they found their home. The group they started is for travel advisors who are new to industry. They support each other, encourage each other, and find their way forward, even when that find sometimes feels more like a fumble forward. Now, over the past week, I've sat back in this group and just watched them. I've basically been observing. They added me to the group, invited me so that I could give um, a little bit of a training, I guess to help these new advisors find their feet with their marketing. And they didn't ask me to leave the group. I didn't leave the group, but I'm really um, conscious just to kind of sit back and let the group do their thing and only uh, answer anything if I'm tagged or asked specifically. Uh, It's not my group. And I think that that's how you should be if you're in a group that you're invited to. So anyway, over the past week, I've sat back in this group and I've watched post after post, comment after comment. And you know what? There is the same recurring theme. They are getting smacked in the face by their inbox every single day. They're getting emails from host agencies and consortia and suppliers and marketing agencies and uh, all kinds of individual vendors from graphic designers to social media managers, copywriters, everybody. And these new to industry travel advisors are looking at these emails These emails that say this is a must-attend training. This is a must-have service. You need this. You can't grow without this. And here they are left wondering, what do I take and what do I leave alone? How do you know what order to learn things? How do you know when to implement things? Does product training come first or is it the marketing training? Because it kind of feels like the chicken and the egg, you know? And so I spoke to a few of my friends who are also travel advisors, and one of them said, Sandra, this is not unique to new to industry travel advisors. She said, I've been a travel advisor for nine years. This is the same for me. It's so overwhelming. And I said, no, surely, you know, by this stage, what's good for you and what's not. And she said, no, because marketing is always changing. The industry is always changing. Legal, accounting, all these things are always changing. And she said, I really don't know. And I really rely on the experts that send the emails to help me to understand why I need their service or their product. So this podcast episode, I thought to myself, let me help you whether you are new to industry or seasoned. Let me help you by putting in my two cents to figure out how to decide the next time something next time something comes into your inbox, whether or not it's going to be something that you delete, file for later, or jump into. And this applies to memberships, courses, coaching programs, even events. This is kind of a litmus test as to whether or not what you are being offered for your travel business, for you as a professional, is worth your time, your money, and your energy. So the first thing, you need to know what you need next. So at the top of the list, I can tell you what you need next. And number one is new clients. Number two is the product knowledge for the suppliers that you want to book. And number three is how to actually book them. But here's the thing. Number one and two, those are your priorities If you need to open up a notepad on your phone or on your laptop, or perhaps even write this down, I'll tell you again, number one, new clients, number two, product knowledge of what you're selling, and number three, how to actually execute what you're doing. So in your case, as a travel advisor, how to book them. So you want to spend 80% of your time working on your business, getting clients, establishing your brand and getting your marketing in order. And I know you think to yourself, I don't have enough time to do all of that. How am I going to manage that? Some of you have full-time jobs. Some of you have families. Some of you just, you just don't have the time. You have other obligations and responsibilities. But listen, this is regardless of how much time to give, if you, how much time you give your business. If you only have three hours a week to dedicate to this startup business, you still need to spend 80% of your time figuring out how to get clients establishing a brand and getting your marketing into order. If you're dedicating five days a week, it's still going to be 80%. The other 20% you're going to spend on supplier training. Because I know that sounds so unbalanced and I know you feel like, oh my gosh, if I got a client and I didn't know what to sell them, I'd look like an idiot. Here's the thing. We look like idiots when we spend all of our time training on products, me included, And we have nobody to sell them to. If you've done a training with me before, you'll know that I talk a lot about the fear zone, the comfort zone, the learning zone, and the growth zone. It's really dangerous when you spend a lot of time in the learning zone and you don't take that learning and implement things. And when you spend a lot of time in your travel business, training on suppliers and products and reservation systems, and you don't yet have a consistent stream of new clients, you're doing everything upside down. Because if you don't have any clients coming in, why are you bothering to learn the next step? Trust me, as you get clients, you'll quickly learn how to book them and organize them. There is not a single travel advisor, a peer, a BDM, a host agency or a consortia or a coach or a mentor that if you suddenly got a client tomorrow, And they ask you for something that you have never sold before. There is not a single BDM that will not help you through that booking. But if you spend all your time training on the products and you have no clients coming in, you have to ask yourself, what is it worth? What is it for? Because courses, workshops, masterclasses, memberships, friend, they are plenty like rice, but they're not all created equally. So that leads me to my second point. Look for a mentor, coach, or content creator. Somebody who you want to pay money to, you want to invest in. Somebody that you need to help you to grow your business. And there's some criteria. I have one, two, three, four, five things that I want you to ask yourself. This is kind of like a checklist. So if somebody comes to you and says, hey, listen, I would be the best copywriter for your travel business, I want you to go through this five point checklist just to yourself and ask yourself these questions. Now listen, if you're confident, which you should be, because this is your business, this is your baby. I think you want to make money from this. I think you have financial responsibilities that need you to make this business profitable. I now am at the point where recently I went to hire a business coach and I asked her, these questions, these are almost interview questions, just because somebody has something to sell you doesn't mean that they're the right fit for you. So question number one, has the person sold travel as an advisor, either online or in a store? Because it's not that people cannot help you if they've never sold travel before, but it's a very, very, very unique business model. It's a very unique setup. It's a very unique industry. It's not something that you can easily wrap your head around just by listening to somebody on a phone call. Even the infrastructure of our industry. Our industry is one of the oldest industries in the world. So asking someone, have you actually sold travel before? Like, have you actually had to market travel and bring in clients and sell travel yourself? That's a great question. Number two, have you marketed travel for a supplier or a tourism board or any kind of a travel industry partner? Because if so, they're going to have a really good understanding of both sides. Now, this isn't a necessity. I think this is a bonus for you to have. So if you can work with someone who was a travel advisor and someone who also has marketed travel, then they're going to be in your corner with a stronger foundation than anyone else can build you. Number three, has this person that you're thinking of buying from or hiring actually built a successful business themselves? So what that means is by successful, is it profitable and is it popular in the industry? Now you're thinking popular is for the mean girls on a Wednesday that wear pink. No, popular is important. And I'll tell you why. Because if nobody else out of all of your travel advisor community are using this person and getting results, then that's a red flag. Now, I know you're probably thinking, but Sandra, what if they're new? I'm new. I was once new. What if they're new? Well, you don't need to be the test case for a new business. You are going to invest time, money, and energy into someone. I want you to invest it into someone who already has done what you want for yourself. Because when you look at them, ask yourself, does that person have what I want? Does that person have... And look, it might not just be the revenue that they bring in. It could be the work-life balance. It could be the happiness level that they have in their business. It could be the low stress level, the low overwhelm level. Whatever it is, ask yourself, does the person that I'm looking to help me to grow my travel business have what I want? Have they built what I want? Because... I would never take instructions. I would never take directions from someone who has never been there before. Next, you want to ask number four, if this person has good, strong reviews from your peers. Now, anyone can write a testimonial saying, Sandra's amazing. I would use her every single time. Mary from Carolina. To me, that's kind of shady when you see testimonials like that. I want to see testimonials with a business name. I want to see testimonials with the logo or a headshot of that business owner. I want to be able to click through if I'm hiring a social media manager for my travel business and they have a testimonial on their website. I want to be able to click through to their testimonial and see that that travel advisor is doing well with their social media. Now, when I say doing well, they might just be starting out. So do they have great content? Are they consistent? Are they getting engagement? Because if their testimonials aren't obviously doing well, then that's a huge red flag. If somebody is offering you copywriting or web design and they have testimonials, click through and have a look. And the next step you can take, pick up the phone, call that travel advisor and say, hey, it's Sandra calling from Macklemore Travel. I noticed that you use XYZ design for your website. How was that experience? I'm thinking of using them. How was it to work with them? Do you feel that they understood our industry? Do you feel like they understood what it means to sell travel? Was it a good experience? And most importantly, how is the copywriting or the web design or the content that you've bought for them or the coaching that you've bought from them or the course that you've bought from them? Has it actually helped you? And if they say yes, how? And if they tell you, ask them, but how do you know that? How do you measure that? The fifth question is the person that you want to buy training from, a course from, coaching from, content from, are they respected and recommended by industry leaders? Do they partner with or are they recommended by associations, suppliers, host agency and consortia? Because if they are that good, if they truly can get results, no host agency, no consortia, no association would turn a blind eye to them that person is getting booked. That person is being asked to speak on stages. That person is being asked to do webinars. That person is being brought in and hired for conferences and events. If someone is truly that good in their industry, the industry itself, the industry leadership, they will be working with that person already. And like I said, always ask yourself, is the person that I'm getting advice from, and this extends also to fellow travel advisors, ask yourself, do they have what I'm trying to get to? I see so often travel advisors fall into the, um, into, the, into the rabbit hole of asking another travel advisor, what do you think about my core message? What do you think about my niche? What do you think about my website? And they're seeking counsel from somebody who is not already highly successful. And by that, I mean profitable. By that, I mean that they have happy clients. So just be very careful where you get your validation and your advice from. And the other thing I want to talk to you about is being strategic and intentional in your choices. When you make a decision for the future of your business, it shouldn't feel like a dice roll, it should feel more like a game of chess where you are full of confidence, you know what your next move is going to be. You know, if that move doesn't work, what your following move is going to be. And I can't help but wonder how many of you sometimes feel like your travel business is not in your control, that it feels more like a dice roll, that you wake up and you're not sure what's going to happen that day. You should never feel that way. You deserve to have a travel business that brings you joy, that's wildly profitable, but also that feels like you're in control, that you have your hands on the wheel at 10 and 2. And like I said, that it feels more like a chess game, not a dice roll. So to wrap it up, no matter who you choose to learn from, train from, be mentored by, purchase content from, have work on your travel business with you, make sure that you measure the worth of that person or that service in your business? Is it going to save you time so that you can do other things? Is it going to reduce your stress and your overwhelm? Is it going to help you to grow as a person and as a business owner? Is it going to push you to be better and do better? Do you see yourself improving after working with this person? And can you see results from what they teach you? So there you have it. Those are my two cents on how to choose your next business mentor, coach, course, event, fam trip, conference, or membership. Now, I would love to be that person in your travel business, and I would be honored to work with you on anything that is my brilliance that could help you in your business. But listen, hold me accountable to the advice I just gave you make sure that I fit your criteria. And if you don't know where to start right now, head over to travelmarketingandmedia.com slash quiz. I have a quiz there. It's called, what should I be focused on in my travel business right now? It's a short multiple choice quiz. Answer a bunch of questions. It'll take you maybe two or three minutes max, and it will give you a diagnosis immediately. So be honest when you answer them. Not only that, it'll give you a checklist on what you really actually should be focused on based on your quiz results, based on the answers, and it'll point you in the direction of some free services, tools, and resources. I hope you've loved this episode. I hope it's given you clarity. Feel free to come on over to the Facebook page, LinkedIn, or Instagram and continue this conversation. I'll see you in the next episode.